Hello, hello, it's Chandra, and welcome back to Sunshine on a Dime, the travel podcast bringing you resources, tips, and stories from my travel experiences to help make your travel dreams a reality. So today we're going to be going a little bit deeper into hostels, what they are, what hostel hopping is per se, and kind of giving you a little bit of the ins and outs of hostel hopping, because when I started hostel hopping for the first time, I wish that someone had told me all the things that I'm going to tell you today. So I'm going to hopefully save you a little bit of the, I wouldn't call it agony that I went through, but I did have to learn a little bit more of the hard way of all the lessons that I'm about to tell you today. And hostels, pretty much the way I would explain them are a big bunk bed dorm type situation. So pretty much instead of in a hotel where you book a singular room, in a hostel you're going to be more than likely booking a bed. So you will be sharing a room with, it really varies from about 4 to 16 people per room. And it also comes with a lot of really cool amenities and a great young social atmosphere. So even if hostel hopping per se, living in the dorm beds, is not something that you think you are interested in, I would still recommend checking out hostels only because they also a lot of times will have private rooms available and they're usually cheaper than opting to stay in a hotel and also come with a lot of other perks. So we'll get in a little bit to the ins and outs of staying in hostels. So a big selling factor for staying in hostels is the fact that more likely they are going to be cheaper than staying in a hotel while you're abroad. And whether you are traveling long term or just going on a vacation, I would still recommend checking out hostels and looking at those prices to compare them with how expensive it might be to stay in a hotel. And if you have decided that you want to dip in, dip your toes into the world of hostel hopping, then I think the best piece of advice I would give you that I do myself every single time that I am booking a hostel bed is to check on multiple different sites about the price. Because I've had many experiences. The one, for example, that happened recently is I was staying in a dorm bed that I spent, I think, about $18 for. while the girls that were sleeping in the next bed over told me that they had spent about $40 and we were staying in the exact same accommodation. And the reason that that fluctuated so much was because the hostel prices are always, always changing. So I found that before booking a dorm bed, I will always look at the price on both hostel world and booking to compare those two. And then I'll call the hostel directly and inquire about the price of booking right through them when I get there. So I would definitely recommend checking that out because you might not think so, but the prices are not always going to be the same, even if you're looking at the same place, looking at the same bed. And the next piece of advice I would have would be to, on all the hostel sites, they have a big, big review page for every hostel that you're going to be looking at. And I would say, honestly, that you should take these reviews with a grain of salt, meaning that don't take 
everything that is said on these review sites to be accurate and true because these are very subjective comments that people are able to make and you can't really tell if someone's just annoyed or maybe are getting weird vibes or complaining about rude employees and you're not really seeing the other side of that story. So I would definitely say there are some immediate red flags like if you see the word bed bugs or lack of security is an important one or rabid dogs on the property. I would say just if you see any of those big bad words, just get off that hostel now. But if you hear something a little more subjective, maybe keep looking through the comments. If it looks like it's only one or two, I would definitely not rule out staying at that hostel just because of that. And a big reason I'm saying that is because I have stayed at places where the reviews are not so good or it has a lower number of stars. And honestly, those places sometimes are a lot more the homier feels or the places where I met some of my favorite friends abroad. So I would definitely say don't take everything as gospel on the Hostel World website. And coming off that a little bit, I would say on the flip side, when you're meeting actual people that you really, really vibe with out abroad, recommendations are everything. They are very, very important. So every time I meet someone that I really vibe with, I really enjoy hanging out with them, spending time with them, I'll ask them just straight up. I'll say, do you have any hostel recommendations for blah, blah, blah city? And they will either tell you this place that they stayed that was awesome and great and cool and awesome. You don't even have to go spend your time looking through all the hostels. You already have a great recommendation from a great person. Or they will tell you where definitely not to stay. And that's also really valuable information. So either way, I always would ask all the time to people who mentioned that they had already been somewhere that I was planning on visiting. And another really big important thing to touch on is that you should decide beforehand on what type of hostel you're looking for because every single hostel is different. There are hostels that are going to be really social, party hostels that there will always be something going on and there will be people coming in and out and music and drinking and dancing. And on the flip side of that, there will be quiet hostels that are smaller and maybe a little bit outside of town and maybe less people there. It really depends on what you're looking for. There are big hostels, there are chain hostels, there are hostels that are run just by individual families. And so the first thing you have to decide is what you're looking for because that's very easy after that to take a lot off your list. And this decision of what kind of hostel you're looking for is not always going to be the same for every scenario. So like some locations, I want it to be right in the center of town with like a free tequila shot upon arrival. And there were other times where I really just wanted like the smallest, simplest little shack of as far from anything as possible. So your hostel can really be like an entire community. It can be this big social atmosphere where you can maybe want to spend your whole day. If this hostel is amazing, maybe you don't even go out that day. You just hang out there. And it also can just simply be as little as a cheap bed to sleep in. So you really have to figure out what it is you want. 
and then you can kind of base on maybe what you're willing to spend more on what you're not. And my main rule of thumb about staying in hostels, I know a lot of people that will plan their trip ahead of time. And if you listen to some of my past podcasts, I will explain why personally I stray away from planning pretty rigidly on all my stays and my travels as much. But um, I do know people that plan like that and it works for them. My personal rule of thumb is uh, this might be a little extreme for most people, but since I travel alone, I usually book only one to two nights at a hostel at a time. And my reasoning for this is because you really sometimes you're rolling a bit of a dice as you're hostel hopping. Like I said, sometimes it's a big chain, big, it almost feels like you could be staying at a hotel. And sometimes it's really a family-run place and you never really know what you're getting yourself into with those kind of places as much when you get there. Don't see a place, assume it's going to be amazing, and book yourself like a week because... Worst comes to worst, hopefully this doesn't happen, but if you really, really don't like the place, at least then you're like, okay, I'm staying here a night, I'm staying here two nights, and then I can leave and find somewhere else. So I would typically go check the place out and either have booked already or book a night or two, spend a night there, and if you really like the place and you are trying to stay in that location for longer, then you can ask about extending. But more times than not, unless this is like the coolest hostel in the coolest location, then they're probably going to have availability for you. And because I've had a lot of amazing hostel experiences where I booked for one night and I ended up staying two weeks at a place where the vibes were amazing. I met some of my favorite people and I just <laughs> I just kind of was like, ah, put it on my tab. Like, I'll just keep racking up on my days and then you can just kind of like, will charge me at the end, not knowing how long I was gonna stay. And then I had other hostels where I booked one night and I was so thankful that I only booked one because it was super not what I was expecting. And luckily, I was just able to get out of there the next morning if needed be. Hey, hey, if you're not doing so already, please give us a follow on Instagram at Sunshine Dime Podcast. And in the bio, you can find our website, blog, and TikTok as well. So when I first started staying at hostels, I didn't really realize that there were so many different atmospheres and perks and vibes of hostels. So I simply opted to pick the cheapest places possible, regardless of anything, and went with that, which now (laughs) I've realized is not the case. This is not the way that I travel anymore. And I think that there are some things that are worth paying a little bit extra for. So even though maybe I was saving a couple dollars here and there, staying at a cheaper place, I found that it's very, very important to be willing to pay a couple extra dollars for things that will really, really improve my quality of living. So some of the things that I have found that I'm willing to pay a little bit extra for are, number one, 
I think this is the most important thing for me, at least, is the included kitchen. I always check now on Hostel World, on booking, on any site that I'm booking through, um, does it have an included kitchen? And this is essential if you are either traveling on a budget or simply enjoy cooking because this will save you tons of money in the long run if you are willing to cook for yourself and not eat all your meals out. And it's also actually really fun to have a hostel with an included kitchen because that means, one, it's super easy to meet people if you're cooking with them. Two, I always entered into the kitchen when I smelled yummy things, and usually people are willing to share. I found that a lot of people will accidentally overmake. They'll make too much food, and I'll just kind of hop over there and be like, ooh, that smells really good. And they're like, oh, come sit down, have a little bit. And then we actually end up having a really cool conversation. So I would say kitchen is great because you can cook for yourself, you can save some money, and you can also meet people and try their delicious cuisines. The next thing is air conditioning or heating units. So depending on if the place you're staying is in a really hot or in a really cold climate, I think that heating or AC is kind of essential to having a good night's sleep. And having a good night's sleep as a traveler is actually pretty darn important because depending on the type of traveling you're doing, you're going to be moving and you're going to be going. And if you are constantly in this kind of state of not, you know, this state of like delirious, sweaty, icky sleep and you wake up every morning feeling like, oh gosh, like I need a shower. That's not so fun for a long period of time. So I would say if it's really, really hot, opt for the room with AC. The next thing that I found that is a super awesome perk is finding a place with included breakfasts. And this is something that you should check out the recommendations page for actually, because sometimes people will say included breakfast and I've had opportunities where the included breakfast is literally like a five-star meal with, they make something different every day, they bring a chef in, it's incredible. And then sometimes it's like, okay, here's a piece of toast and that's it. So really make sure if it says included breakfast, check out what the breakfast actually is and what the people are saying about the portion size. If it is true and you do have a nice included breakfast, it's honestly worth the extra couple bucks potentially because it's not only really nice to wake up and have breakfast just ready for you, but it also saves you a lot of valuable shopping, cooking, and cleaning time to allow you to simply just eat and then you can go and start your day without having to think or worry about, you know, lollygagging around the kitchen in the morning when you want to get out. And then something that I have found that I actually really enjoy, I kind of happen, these perks are something you more kind of happen upon. I don't really simply go out of my way to find them, but when I do book a place with random included perks, I'm always kind of excited because there are some hostels that will try and kind of like pull you in by offering, for example, like free tours, maybe yoga classes in the morning, um, bike rentals, and for a little bit of extra money, or maybe you're not even spending more, they're just including these to try and get you to book through them as opposed to the other hostel that is the same price. 
you could save actually a bit of money on day activities and this is also a great way to meet people if you guys are in the same hostel doing the same activities together. The last thing I want to mention on the um, things that you sh maybe should be willing to think about paying a little bit extra for is a vibe check. So as I mentioned earlier, every single hostel is different. And if you find that it's a little bit more expensive to stay at a hostel that is like blatantly calling out your name that looks awesome and has all these things that you want to do or you really love the way that it looks or whatever, then trust me, it will be worth the extra couple dollars because if you're, you are looking for a specific atmosphere or a place to meet people or whatever, then the vibe check is really important actually to spend a couple extra dollars and stay at a really cool place. And then here is the dangerous slash really, really fun part of staying in hostels. And that is if you're hostel hopping and you decide that you wanna stop the hop. And what I mean by that is if you're hostel hopping and you are able to travel for a longer period of time, let's say maybe you're on a gap year or you've taken uh, an extended time off work or whatever it is that allows you to be able to travel without a specific end date, then if you find this magic, wonderful hostel that you simply just feel like home, which is not uncommon at all. I've found many, many hostels in my time like this. And it's totally, totally possible to ask if you can volunteer for them because 90% of the hostels that I have stayed in takes volunteers. They take travelers. And like I mentioned before, like this is how Workaway operates through hostels. This is how World Packer operates. But if you're already in country and you find a really amazing place that you love, you can just go ask because every hostel, pretty much every hostel needs volunteers. Because if you think about it, they are gaining free work. You're working for them for free. They don't have to pay you. But what you're gaining is now you're gaining a free place to stay and sometimes they're gonna give you other perks like meals, laundry, etc. So it's this really cool trade that is able to happen kind of just, it's just, it's literally just a verbal contract. You're like, hey, can I start staying here for no pay and I will work for you for whatever hours you need? And they're like, yeah, cool, done, done, cool. And this is actually a really cool thing to be able to do because I met a lot of really amazing people that this is what they were doing. They would just find a place they loved volunteer there, end up working there for even maybe a couple months, and then keep moving on with their travels. So I would say odds are if you find a hostel you really, really love and you ask them if you can stay and volunteer for them, they will either accept your help on the spot or if they already have enough volunteers, they will give you a time frame for when they maybe will have volunteer availability and you can come back. So I hope that you learned a little bit more about the ins and outs of staying in hostels and hopefully I convinced you a little bit more about how fun it is because honestly, 
hostels are what makes being a solo traveler like me feel possible because if I was not able to readily make friends with someone in the next bed over or in the kitchen or at the free yoga class then it would feel a lot more isolating to be out in a foreign country by myself but because hostels exist and because there are so many other travelers that are so excited to stay in hostels and to meet other travelers and to be a part of this traveling community that's what for me makes traveling so so fun and invigorating is this is this literally this being able to stay in hostels having that opportunity it's really not about living the cheaper life well (laughs) it's great that it's cheaper but it's great that it's available and it's so freaking fun to stay in hostels so even if staying in a hostel is not something that you think you could do maybe it seems really intimidating to just start walking up to strangers and introducing yourself and yeah I will admit that it is a little bit of a lack of privacy some hostels would give you a curtain sometimes you're literally just staying in a bunk bed type situation with 15 other people in a mixed dorm with men and women it really depends on what you're looking for but I would say give it a shot give it a shot try it out and play around a little bit about what the vibes you're looking for are as you're going because once you hit your stride and once you start finding places that you really really love then it's kind of game over so now I challenge you to try hopping on one of these booking sites or any booking site that you have heard of through hostels um, and type in your next travel destination even if you have no set plans for it this is just a random idea that's been percolating in the back of your head type that destination in to a site and begin checking out all of the cool accommodation options for your next dream trip I want you to start just thinking about it you don't have to make any plans just start imagining what it might be like to start hopping around staying in hostels so i hope you enjoyed this episode and stay tuned we got a lot more to come so till next time 